Hey, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a personal question. What's your relationship with alcohol? What's your relationship with booze? Is your relationship that is a social lubricant? It's this kind of thing that you go out, you have a good time with a you know, bunch of friends, and it's, you know, it's a, it's a way to cut loose and blow off some steam, and that's that. Or is it something more intimate, your relationship with alcohol? Was alcohol the thing that you reached for when the pandemic first hit? I know that was the situation for me, I think, for a lot of people. And then you realize, wait a second, this thing's going to be around for a long, long time. I better reevaluate my relationship with old Johnny Walker over there. Because turns out you're not my friend. You are not my friend. Well, there's new research that suggests if you begin to drink alone, again, not in a social situation, not as a social lubricant, but you're actually you have a relationship with alcohol, a one-on-one relationship with alcohol, earlier in life, your chances of developing problems with alcohol later go way, way up. That's according to some new research. And Dr. Casey Cresswell is an associate professor of psychology at Carnegie Mellon University in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Doctor, welcome to the program. Thanks so much for having me. This is such a fascinating study because it's quite long term, isn't it? You you followed people from youth into middle age. That's right. We first surveyed these teens when they were 18 years old as high school seniors. And then we followed up with them when they were young adults at age 23, 24. And then subsequently when they were age 35. So we did follow them for 17 years. And what did you find about those teens that were drinking, not socially, but on their own? Uh, What happened later in life? Well, those teens that were drinking alone were at much higher risk to develop alcohol use disorder symptoms when they were in middle age, 35 years old. So specifically, the 18-year-olds that were drinking alone, the odds of them developing alcohol use disorder symptoms later was 35% higher than their peers who were drinking, but drinking in social situations with friends at parties and such. And we also found that young adults, so when we looked at young adults who were drinking alone, um, they were 60%, the odds were 60% higher for them to develop alcohol use disorder symptoms later again, compared to those young adults who were just drinking socially. And considering what we've just gone through with the pandemic and, you know, we know the stats have shown that many people reached for the bottle, especially here in the early days of the pandemic, just to cope with the stress. And I guess you have to wonder what the long-term impact will be on especially younger people. Yes, I share your concern. So we do know um, studies have come out showing that solitary drinking has increased Uh, among teens and young adults during the pandemic, probably because of those restrictions um, to bars and restaurants, the closures and stay-at-home directives. Of course, those were necessary to control the virus, but we did see an increase in solitary drinking. With that, we also saw increases in depression and anxiety symptoms among youth. Um, And that could create a perfect storm in some sense where young people might start to develop a more problematic relationship with alcohol, drinking to cope with negative emotions. And we know that that leads to alcohol problems down the road. Do we have a sense of of what happens when younger people began drinking alone? Is it just they 
they sort of get used to it and, and that creates the problems later in life? Or is there something physiologically going on in a young body that then causes these problems later in life? We think that young people who are drinking alone are doing it to cope with negative emotions. So these are kids who are turning to alcohol in a very maladaptive way and developing a problematic relationship with alcohol, using alcohol as a way to feel better when they feel down or depressed or stressed out or lonely. We think that's the reason why drinking alone is an early warning signal that these kids are developing a really worrisome relationship with alcohol that could then lead them to increase their drinking and develop problems later. I remember when I was a young person, my father took me aside and warned me about the, the perils of, of drinking. And, you know, I, like your typical teenager, like, what does my dad possibly know about anything? And obviously I have a different perspective on alcohol right now. So if you are a parent out there and you're, you're, want to get through to your teenager and you know that, you know, maybe a direct approach like my dad's isn't going to really work, what would you suggest? Well, I think having conversations early on about the, both the pros of drinking alcohol and the cons, Um, you know, most young people who drink alcohol are doing so only in social settings, only with friends, only at parties. Some researchers have even talked about that as being a normative part of growing up and even a marker for popularity. But we, these kids can get into trouble if they start to use alcohol as a way to cope, to self-medicate. So I think having conversations with kids about adaptive ways to cope when they're feeling down and depressed and stressed out These are normal parts of growing up, and there are healthy ways to cope with those feelings, getting outside and getting some exercise, talking to a trusted family member or friend, you know, using meditation apps, and in some cases, maybe counseling is necessary, but there are healthy ways to cope with those feelings that are um, quite normative. It becomes an issue when we rely too heavily on alcohol as a way to make ourselves feel better. Casey, I've enjoyed our conversation so much. Thank you again for your time. Thanks so much for your interest.